starting small and start where it makes the most sense for you. So what are the foods or beverages your family is consuming on a daily or regularly throughout the week basis? Check. So if your kid has cereal every single day, check that cereal to see if it contains high fructose corn syrup. And if so, you might want to swap that out for something that doesn't contain it. And that would be a great starting point. Thanks for tuning in to the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. I am your host, Dakota Falkowski, wife, mom, pediatric nurse practitioner, and nutritional therapy student. I am on a mission to creating true health and happiness for our family. And I'm hoping that this podcast will help you to do the same. My goal is to help conquer some of the fear, overwhelm, and straight up confusion that comes with raising a child in today's society through weekly episode on a variety of health and wellness topics. My hope is to leave you empowered, educated, and walking away with tangible steps to creating true health and happiness for not only your children, but most importantly for yourself. We have to remember that we are the perfect parent for our child and it is okay that we are unprepared for this job. We are perfectly unprepared for the task of raising our families. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have a quick and important disclaimer. The information contained in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. The content solely represents the views and opinions of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of the content you have heard on this podcast. Perfectly Unprepared hereby disclaims any and all liability to any party for any direct, indirect, implied, punitive, special, incidental, or other consequential damages arising directly or indirectly from any use of the content which is provided as is and without warranties. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. If you missed my recent announcement, this is just a reminder that I am transitioning to every other week episodes of the podcast. So this is the first week that we like skipped a week and I am doing this transition because I, we are about to welcome a new baby into our family. When I'm recording this episode, I am 37 and a half weeks pregnant. And this just felt like something that I needed to do, not only to make sure that I am like being balanced with what I am trying to handle and put on my plate right now, because going from One child to two children and having a toddler and a newborn is, I think, going to be an adjustment. And so I'm trying to give myself a little bit of grace here and make this transition. But also, like, I want to, when I do put out episodes, have them be very, like, content rich and, like, something that is going to be the most beneficial for you, not just putting out an episode to put out an episode. And so that is what we will, you will see going forward is every other week episodes of the podcast for the time being. I might switch it up later on, but for now, it feels good for me and my family. And let me just say like 
the end of pregnancy is just a wild time. Like, it is just this weird time where you're one on like one end, you're like super exhausted and you're trying to rest and it like takes all like everything out of you to like do things. But on the other end, like you have like this whole nesting instinct, if you want to call it that. And so like you have this urge to like do everything. So it's like moment by moment you're like just deciding what you feel like doing I woke up this morning like completely exhausted and then my mom actually was coming over to help me clean my carpets and just like shampoo our carpets and then that just gave me all this other energy and so I'm like let's clean out the refrigerator (laughs) let's do all these things so it's a wild time over here but Anyways, this is also a really good time because the announcement that I'm referring to where I talked about going to every other weeks was through our monthly email. So if you are not already on our email list, this is a great time to get signed up so that you make sure that you receive our monthly newsletter and just so that you stay up on up to date on like all things perfectly unprepared. I usually just give a little bit of an update. And then go over the episodes from the month just in case you missed them, like a recap. And so I just transitioned to doing monthly versus weekly emails. So don't be like worried that you're going to be bombarded with a bunch of emails. That is not the case here. And so an easy way to get signed up is to head to our website, perfectlyunprepared.com. Or you can click on the link that is in our show notes that also gets you access to our freebie, which is like two simple tips to improve digestion. I'm telling you, these two simple tips are something that are so easily implemented in our lives that you're going to be shocked that you, you know, haven't paid more attention to this. And they aren't only going to improve digestion, but overall health. So take advantage of that if you haven't already. I think that's all for updates. Also, this is a good time to say that being 37 and a half weeks pregnant, I may be a little out of breath in this episode. I can already feel it. So bear with me. So let's dive into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about something that is hiding in so many of the foods that we are consuming on a regular basis, which is high fructose corn syrup. I have been wanting to do this episode for a long time, and this is kind of one of those topics that I'm so excited to share with you on the podcast because our kids are getting so much high fructose corn syrup in their diets without us even realizing it as parents. So, I wanted to use this episode as a way to just share what it is, what are the concerns with consuming it, and what are the foods that you might often find it in, and like how, like what what do we do from here? Like what do we do with this information, Dakota? So high fructose corn syrup is essentially a sweetener used in many foods that is made by adding highly altered enzymes to corn syrup that in turn changes much of the glucose that was in just the regular corn syrup to fructose. And so most of the high fructose corn syrup 
that is out and being utilized in the market is either a 45 to a 55% fructose compared to like, so the 45, obviously it would be 45% fructose and 55% glucose. Um, With some of these high fructose corn syrups being up to 90% fructose, which is really crazy. And high fructose corn syrup has literally grown to dominate the market as like the main sweetener for a lot of different reasons, but mostly because they can mass produce it and make it relatively cheap. And like anything like that is what tends to take over the market. And the problem is that This form of corn syrup is highly processed and made by altering that regular corn syrup, which means that our bodies do not recognize it in the way that they would other fructose foods or sweeteners like honey or fruit. So there are a lot of naturally occurring high fructose foods that, you know, are not, they're not recognized as our body in this same way. So It's not just the fructose that is dangerous. It's this type of fructose. So I want to talk about some like just fast facts about this sweetener and how it has like grown to dominate the industry. So some crazy things. So Americans on average are consuming about 50 grams of high fructose corn syrup every single day. So this equates to about 12 teaspoons of sugar. And the thing with this is like, this is just like in our normal everyday things. Not even if you knew that you consumed a bunch of extra sweets or something that contains more sugar. Like this is just an average consumption. And think about the fact that like, this is... This is oftentimes like across the board for adults and children. High fructose corn syrup is the sole sweetener used in soft drinks in the U.S. So now pretty much all soft drinks are sweetened with high fructose corn syrup alone, unless obviously it says otherwise. And then a 20 ounce soda contains actually 15 teaspoons of sugar, all high fructose corn syrup. So Like I mentioned a second ago, so if we're consuming just 50 grams on average a day, like if you are someone that is drinking a soft drink, a 20 ounce soft drink every day or multiple soft drinks that equate to more than this, like you're well exceeding that 50 grams a day or your children are. And then high fructose corn syrup makes up more than 40% of the sweeteners added to all food and beverages. So it has definitely shifted to what it was previously. So that is a big number. And then high fructose corn syrup does contain quite a bit of mercury. So 570 micrograms of mercury per gram. So we know that mercury as on its own is a health hazard and it's being found in high fructose corn syrup. So a lot of the foods that we're eating, we're eating mercury as well. So that's kind of frightening. And then another, the last of the fast facts is that our consumption of high fructose corn syrup has increased more than a thousand percent from 
the years 1970 to 1990, which obviously is just an astronomical increase in consumption. So now that we talked about just kind of some of that of just like how much it's like increased and how much we're consuming, let's talk about some of the links that have been associated with the consumption. So like, why does this even matter? You're telling me that, you know, this is being consumed so often in our diet and it is not really metabolized or recognized by our body as the same way as other natural sweeteners or natural sweeteners, because this is not a natural sweetener. So let's talk about some of those links um, associated with our health. So number one is weight gain. High fructose corn syrup really can be too much to blame for our current obesity um, pandemic in the U.S. especially. So not it's obviously not the only thing, but it is a high reason, which we'll talk about more when you see like just all the foods that it's in. Cancer. So research has found links between the promotion of cancer growth and high fructose corn syrup. Fatty liver. So fatty liver disease is something that has become hugely problematic in our society. And it causes fat essentially to deposit in the liver. The high fructose corn syrup has been linked with this. Unfortunately, too, fatty liver is something that is often starting in childhood, something that I saw the both the like, like full on fatty liver or just kind of the start of our fatty liver development in practice. I've seen this over and over again with our children. Increased cholesterol levels, diabetes, high blood pressure and heart disease. Those are all links with the consumption of high fructose corn syrup and then um, leaky gut. So leaky gut is something that I will talk about in a future episode in much more detail. It is also called intestinal permeability. And I think that it's something that we should have like a full episode dedicated to because it's not something that is generally in the general public recognized or, you know, it's not a term that everyone is familiar with. And I think it is a term that people should be familiar with. And even me working in healthcare, like it's not something that I came to know of until recently. So, so I'll give you a quick kind of short summary of what it is here. So essentially our gut should be like this good, strong barrier to keep harmful things like out of our bloodstream. Um, Because those things, whether it be viruses, bacteria, food particles, all kinds of different things, they can wreak havoc um, once they get into our bloodstream. And So there are things, a wide, wide array of things that we have found that have poke, that have been found to poke holes or allow things to permeate out of our gut and into our bloodstream where they do not belong. That's where the term like leaky gut comes from. And this in turn creates a lot of health problems more than you would even you would be shocked to know. So that's why we'll do a whole episode on this. But essentially leaky gut um, has been, there's been a link between the consumption of high fructose corn syrup and leaky gut. So just things to like be aware of. 
And lastly, I want to talk about the foods that you may find high fructose corn syrup in. So like I said, it has come to truly dominate the industry in terms of a sweetener. So unfortunately, it is in so many things that we would not even suspect it to be in. I like am blown away by just like the list and you will be too once you start like looking for this in your home and at the grocery store and when you're like overviewing or just like now that you know this term and what what the impact is you will be shocked as well so let's do a quick rundown of those foods so fast food is like you are bound to have high fructose corn syrup in fast food chains. If you have like a fast food that you go to a lot, you might want to just look at their menu and just see if it's like what's listed. They have their nutritional facts on their website. Breakfast cereals, baked goods and bread, yogurts and other dairy products that are sweetened, soft drinks like we talked about, snack foods. So all of our children's favorite snacks, unfortunately, candy, juice or flavored drinks, and then sauces and condiments. This one was a huge shocker for me. I checked and like when I first became aware of just the consumption and trying to eliminate this in our family's household, so many of the condiments like ketchup and barbecue sauce in my fridge contained high fructose corn syrup and I had literally no idea. And it's just so crazy to me because it's like, why, why are we putting extra sugar in so many of these things? Like, yes, some of these make sense. Like why, you know, we, why we would have like sweeteners in them, but some of them it's like for real, like if the option is to have it in there or not, like obviously we're going to choose to not. And the, the ketchup that I swapped out that does not contain the high fructose corn syrup is so sweet on its own. So it just makes you wonder like, why are we doing this? Just a crazy list of things. So there's a lot, a lot of foods that contain high fructose corn syrup. I just had to pop in super quick to interrupt this episode and let you know about a really exciting freebie that I have created that I want to make sure everyone gets their hands on. When I started the nutritional therapy program, I am not even kidding you when I say that my mind was literally blown by the easy steps that we could be taking to improve our health. Like things that are so easy and actionable that we don't even think about and that I definitely don't talk to my patients about at the clinic. That is exactly why I have created this free resource because I want everyone to be impacted by all of the amazing things that I am learning along my journey. So this resource is two things that you can implement today to improve your and your child's health. They're easy and actionable and I guarantee your mind will be blown as well. So to go ahead and get your hands on this free resource, all you have to do is follow the link that we have put in the show notes for you or you can head over to perfectlyunprepared.com and just grab it from our website. If you're looking for easy ways to start your health and wellness journey with your family, this is the perfect first step. Let's go ahead and dive back into this week's episode. So what do we do with this shocking info? Well, let me just tell you that like in no way am I sharing this to scare you or overwhelm you. 
because that is never my intent for any of these episodes, but I want for you to truly know what is in the foods that you and your family are eating so that you have this information and you can make an informed decision about what you bring into your home. So if you choose to continue to do this, you know, that is totally fine. It's not like saying that, like you're causing, you know, you're intentionally like causing harm by any means. Like, I just want you to be aware of these things because unfortunately we're just like blindsided by all of the things that our body is coming in contact with every day. And I want you just to have some awareness of what they are and how you can, how can you can make it a difference for your, your family's health. So this is just allowing you to make that informed decision. And so that's the key. And because of how integrated the high fructose corn syrup is in our like current food system, it really is tough to fully eliminate it from our family's diets, especially outside of the home. So of course, like sometimes it's only realistic for us to control what we are serving or what we're doing in our own household because our kids do go to school. They go to the sitter, they go to grandparents' house, they go to friends' houses. Like you don't always eat at home. There are so many different factors. So like anything, it's just starting small and start where it makes the most sense for you. So what are the foods or beverages your family is consuming on a daily or regularly throughout the week basis? check. So if your kid has cereal every single day, check that cereal to see if it contains high fructose corn syrup. And if so, you might want to swap that out for something that doesn't contain it. And that would be a great starting point. At the grocery store, next time you are buying like your favorite crackers or yogurt or other like staple type foods, See if it contains high fructose corn syrup. And if it does, then find one that doesn't contain any added artificial sweeteners. The, I I think I shared it. I can't remember if I shared it in an episode, but the Yucca, are you, Y-U-K-A app is great for this. There's also some other comparable apps on the market that you can like scan it and it'll give you a healthier alternative. So that might be an easy way for you to like, without feeling like you're at the grocery store for hours <laughs> trying to swap products, or maybe you just need to go like to the more natural section and start there because sometimes that is an easier to place to find all the things all in one location. So that's kind of an easy starting point. And then like in terms of like ketchup or other condiments, like if you run out, then buy the one without the high fructose corn syrup. Don't feel like you have to do a total pantry or refrigerator overhaul right this minute. You don't, like you can do this slowly, but I recommend starting with the things that you use on a regular basis or when you run out of things and you're going to purchase more, then swap it out. And when you're reading labels, look for products that use natural sweeteners instead. So honey, dates, maple syrup, coconut sugar, um, are all things that are really good natural sweeteners that maybe they contain that fructose, but they're, it's fructose with other properties such as fiber and other nutrients that our body can also recognize and utilize how it's meant to. And so that pretty much wraps up this episode on high fructose corn syrup. 
I wanted to share it in hopes that you will learn something new today that you can utilize for the health of your family. Like I said, this has been an episode. It's not the most exciting of episodes, but when I was dreaming of the podcast and just wanting to, you know, share information, like these are the types of episodes that I had in mind because I want it to be concise. Like I don't want to go into a ton of, ton of info. There is tons of research articles. There's tons of websites. There's tons of books. Like there's so much info out there on some of these topics. Like I just want to pull it all in so that you can have it easily like consumable for you and your busy life and that you can start to make changes based on that. So If you enjoyed this episode and feel like you have friends or family that can benefit as well, please pass it along. We want everyone to have like informed consent when it comes to like informed decision-making processes when it comes to taking care of our kids' health. And that's really the goal of the podcast. So I will meet you back here in two weeks for another new episode of the podcast. And I don't know, we'll see. Maybe we might just have a baby or we'll be even closer. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. I hope you walk away feeling educated and empowered. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review. This, along with sharing the podcast with others, is the best way to spread the word. Until next time, remember, you've got this.